What is up, everybody? In this episode of the Next Up Podcast, I travel to a Schwabanon school district in Wisconsin to chat with their child nutrition coordinator and explore the wide world of hydroponic farming and how it can benefit you. We also touch upon the challenges and excitements of starting new programs, the benefits of networking at conferences, and share a few laughs over Zumba, video games, and hashtag fine wine. Join me as I get to know Caitlin and uncover the possibilities and opportunities in the world of hydroponic farming. Welcome to the next podcast. I am here in Ashwaubenon, Wisconsin, which is near Green Bay. It's actually in Green Bay, right? Yes, so we're the village of Ashwaubenon in the city of Green Bay. So how can you guys call it a village and it's not like a city or a I town? I don't actually understand what the deal is with that. We're one of two villages in Green Bay. So there's Ashwaubenon and Howard. Yeah. And I don't I don't understand. I was driving up from Sheboygan yesterday and I saw Village of Ashwaubenon. I was like, is it like a, is it a village? A village? <laughs> <laughs> what makes it a village opposed to anything else? Yeah. Anyways, I'm here with Caitlin. Caitlin, you are the food service director here and I was going to say your last name so people can laugh at me. Um, oh, let's hear it. I want you to no, try No, I'm not I, even going to try attempt? No, I'm not going to attempt it because I feel like the first time I attempted it, I did a horrible job and I butchered <laughs> it. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's she going to hate me. <laughs> no, I want to hear you try it. No, I'm not, I'm not going to okay, do it. Okay, it's tar. Tar. E. E. I. I. Nen. Nen. Say it together. Tar E I N. Yes, there you go. You got it. <laughs> it's difficult. It is difficult. It, is it doesn't difficult. look like that at all when you see it written. Yeah. How how do you spell it? Um, T A U R I A I N E N. That is a. It is an expensive sounding last it is. name. And it's so funny because my kids are six and eight, and they get so upset that people don't know how to pronounce it because obviously it's all they've known for their whole life. Yeah. They're like. I don't understand why everyone thinks our name is so hard to pronounce. It's super easy. Okay. No, it's not. And your district name isn't easy to uh, pronounce either. Well, it's Robinon. Like, I, I, I figured that one out, but your yeah. last name's kind of complicated. Yeah, sorry. No, it's, it's classy and expensive. I like it. It's classy and expensive. All right, we we'll you, you have to earn the right to it's be able to say last your last name. name is kind of bougie. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Just a little bit. So I started doing this new thing, and I'm calling it Street Cred. Oh, okay. And this is almost like your opportunity to pat yourself on the back and tell the listeners out there what you're all about and set yourself up as a subject matter expert because I believe that we should celebrate the success of others as well. Oh, I like that. I like that, but you're like asking me to do something that's really difficult. It's difficult for me too. So we're we're gonna (laughs) gonna we're gonna do it together. (laughs) Um I well as you can see, right, we uh totally jumped into hydroponic farming. So I feel like I have become an expert on how to grow lettuce inside a school in a climate that gets to like negative thirty in the winter where we couldn't be growing anything outside. So um we installed these last spring and uh, we grow about 60 pounds of lettuce a week which feeds all of our schools and we don't have to purchase lettuce from anywhere else now 60 pounds of lettuce yeah it's a lot of lettuce yeah how do you manage all of that uh we have students who come down here and work in the farm area as well um last year when we were first going i wanted to do it myself because i wanted to figure it out um, learned really quickly that it's not a one-woman job, <laughs> but uh, I managed a little bit, and we got through it, um, and then I had a staff member that came and helped as well, so we have lots of hands on it, but um, it's really good for the kids, so. How do the kids, I mean, like, 
how do they like it? What was your first response whenever they walked in here and saw all this lettuce everywhere? It was funny because I don't think people realize this area was in the school, um, oh gosh, for probably two months. So we told kids in the lunch line, like, hey, we, we grew this down the hall in the farm area. And they were like, what farm area? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they really like it. We have um, units in all of our kitchens as well. So the kids see, like the elementary kids will see stuff growing in theirs. Um, so it kind of connects it back to here a little bit better. Whoa. So how many units are in this room? This room has 18. Okay. And you have how many more we, throughout the district? We have 34 in our school district. You have 34 flex farms. We do. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, is that the most in the country for a school district? For a school district, yes. That's what they told me anyway. That is um, wild. These of this particular brand. So, yeah. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. But you guys grow more than lettuce here, right? Yeah. I, th I thought I saw some peppers back there peppers, or something. We do peppers. Um, I planted a bunch of peppers and forgot which ones I planted where. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like a treasure hunt. It is, um, which is also a little bit scary because one of them, I can't quite figure out what it is. I Ghost think pepper? It, I, I might be. It might be. I tried it the other day. I love spicy food. So I was like, whatever, if it's spicy, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Um, I bit into it. My gums were swollen and my lip was swollen oh after I ate it. Gosh. So I fortunately know which ones those are now. And we don't give those to the kids because yeah. like, no, we don't need to have somebody like puking in the lunchroom. Well, but. it's funny because <laughs> kids probably think they could eat whatever peppers that you yeah. grow. And it's a funny story. When I was in middle school, um, there was this kid named Ryan that rode the bus with me. Right. And he mm -hmm. was one of those, you know, cocky, arrogant little punk kids. Right. And, um, my family's Jamaican, so we used to always, and I still grow peppers in my backyard, and they were mm -hmm. scotch bonnet peppers. Okay. And Ryan was running his mouth one day on, on the ride home from school, talking about how he could eat any pepper. It doesn't matter what it is, he can eat it. So I went home that, that afternoon. Oh, gosh. I picked a pepper off of my tree, and I brought it on the bus the next morning. And I was like, Ryan, this is the pepper that you said you could <laughs> eat. You still want to go for it? And he's talking all this trash. Like, it was obnoxious, <laughs> oh, right? no. And he was like, yeah, I'll eat the whole thing right now. And I was like, no, dude, like, just have a little bite. <laughs> Don't eat Try the whole thing. Just try it. Have a nibble. What does he do? Puts the whole thing in his oh, mouth, God. right? It was the funniest thing I had ever seen in my entire life up until that point. Like was his he face, oh, he was crying. <laughs> his face literally swelled up, lips oh. huge. He's hanging out the window of the bus with his, with his tongue hanging out. It was the oh, funniest no. thing. And I was like, I told you, just have a little tiny sliver of it. But he got what he deserved. Yeah, he did. He did. I did that. Um, it was a habanero, so it wasn't scotch bonnet. But those are close, right? They're very I similar, like yeah. Um, I grew them one time in my backyard, like when I first lived in my own house and had my own garden. And I went to the store, and I, bought, I thought I bought jalapenos. And I was like, I don't know what this is. It's, mm. You know, it's a weird shape. Yeah. And it's, it was like orange. And I'm like, it can't be that hot. I'll try it. <laughs> oh, they're hot. <laughs> so I've done that a number of times now. And you think I probably would have learned, you know, 15 years ago when I did that. But yeah. mm, no. I, uh, I was at Nourish Farms yesterday. You ever heard of them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was down there um, just doing a quick little visit. And I was eating, you know, produce from the farm, right? Okay. And I had this tomato, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, tomatoes are actually fruit. Because it tasted <laughs> like a fruit. I'd never had a tomato taste like that before. Yeah. But there was this one thing. Um, I forgot the name of the, of the flower, but it was like a, it had, like, orange petals or pink or something like mm -hmm. that. But when you eat, the, and I guess they, they use this particular flower as a garnish at high-end restaurants. Okay. 
and they had a ton of them there. But anyways, so when you eat the little tiny stem, it's sweet, like mm-hmm. sugar sweet. Okay. But then when you eat the petal, the petal is spicy, like black pepper. Oh. And when Ryan was showing me around, he told me like how to eat it and pick it and all that stuff. And he put the whole thing in his mouth. And I'm like, oh, I was like, it can't be that spicy. <laughs> <laughs> he put the whole thing in my mouth too, even though he told me. And then you're choking. Just have one petal. <laughs> <laughs> so of course I just throw it all in there. And I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. And then it hit me. And I was like, whoa. And luckily it hit me off camera. I wasn't recording that. Oh, that's then. good. That's good. <laughs> Does it freak you out to eat flowers? Like, I, I know that a lot of them are edible, but I can't. Yeah, do it, it was it was weird. <clears throat> yeah. It was weird. But it was kind of cool at the same time. And it was a neat looking flower. I'm going to have to find a picture of it and pull it up on the video or on the in the video or something. But it was neat. Yeah. Okay. It was really cool. I wish we could see your your pepper experience (laughs) you should have gotten that too that could have been a blooper reel it could have been a blooper reel i have to double check the video but i know we have some video and we're going to share it in social media okay i think today um so it'll be up there okay yeah yeah very cool um so what's your favorite thing to grow here um i love to grow like different colored lettuce because i think it looks really cool so unfortunately they're all in the back right now you can't really see them but we have some red leaf we've done like a uh, I think it was called Bright Lights Chard, so it was okay. like a rainbow chard. Um, yeah, the lettuce is super quick to grow, so you can see, you get like the best reaction from the students and yeah. people walking in here. How long does it take? About four weeks. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Since I walked in here, all I've been trying to do is think about lettuce puns, like let us show you this. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any for me? <laughs> I don't. I need to start coming up with some. You should. That's kind of my jam too. So I, I don't know why I haven't thought of that yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that. Yeah, you need to. <laughs> so I'm gonna check in with you next week and I want at least three lettuce puns. Okay, for sure. I'll have some. All I'll right. have some good ones. All right. Um so did starting this program help you increase participation or at least get more kids eating? Yes, I got a lot more kids eating vegetables. Um, We so when I started here at the school district four years ago, our students would only eat iceberg lettuce at this school, which which has like no nutrition. (laughs) It it looks so (laughs) terrible on salad bar because it's just like white and there's no color and whatever. And so um, we've transitioned them. We had to this school and a number of other schools in our district. We had to mix the lettuce a little bit so that they would get used to the, the kind that we're growing. And yeah. I'm kind of a frugal person. So I'm like, listen, if we're growing 60 pounds of lettuce, like this is the lettuce they're going to eat. We're not going to buy something else and throw this lettuce in the garbage. Yeah. That would be so wasteful. So we did have to train them a little bit, but I feel it good works. about that. It yeah. Works. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. So would you say that you're actually, because obviously this is a significant investment to mm-hmm. do all this. Have you seen a return on it yet? And if not, when do you expect to see a return? I, th- I would say that we have. Um, we remodeled, uh, put every, bought all the units last year, um, and we made more money in our program than what the units cost. So we were anticipating to lose money that way. But last year, lettuce was so expensive mm-hmm. um it was so wonderful to, for us to have these units because then we didn't have to pay like 50 dollars for a seven pound bag of lettuce yeah crazy that is wild mm-hmm. so are there grants for other you know districts out there that might be interested in doing something like this tons of grants yeah okay. absolutely um i think there are some through your state that you can do we got some money from a 
farm to school group that we work with. Mm-hmm. So I would just say, just get creative about who you're reaching out to. Gotcha. So why did you want to get into this? <laughs> so funny story. Um, it was like the middle of COVID mm-hmm. and I had a colleague reach out that knew somebody from Fork Farms and she's like, hey, let's just go check this out and see what it's all about. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I need to get out of the office. <laughs> yeah. I need to get out of this like crazy routine. Mm-hmm. And we went over to Fork Farms. They showed us the unit. They had basil growing in it. So it smelled wonderful. That's and how they it was hooked just, you. Yeah, it was like the middle of winter at the time. So, so it was like negative 75 degrees here. <laughs> it was very cold. Before the wind It was fell. dark, you know. <laughs> it was, so we walked in and we saw these lights that are like so incredible. Um, and I'm like, yep, I want to get 10. And the lady looked at me and she's like, are you sure you want to start with 10? And I was like, yeah, I need a new project. Like I cannot do this COVID stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, and she came out and toured our buildings to see where would be the best place to put all of our units and our cafeterias. And we walked through this space, which was completely empty at the time. And she was like, oh, you're going to put in a big farm someday. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's just back off a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a bit much. And then, um, sure enough, like two months later, I'm calling her and I'm like, okay, I think I want to put in like 24 farms. And she's like, okay. <laughs> it was this lady, was it Sue? It was Sue. Yeah. Sue. Sue is a rock star. She is. Yeah, I love yeah. her. So we um we actually did a first taste TV episode mm-hmm. at one of your conferences a while back. Yeah. Was it two years ago? A year and a half? Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years yep. ago, yeah. And Fork Farms was actually the main sponsor of that. We know. And if Sue had not have been involved, and brought you in that episode never would have happened like she, i think she single-handedly <laughs> she put spent, that whole thing together for she us she spent so much time on that episode yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, she is passionate about what she, she does was, such yeah. an awesome person she was she was so adamant about having it look like a real kitchen when they did the cooking competition yeah. she was like you need to have hair nets and you need to have gloves and you need to have every single utensil that you might use mm-hmm. in your school kitchen and i was like okay yeah yeah <laughs> excellence or nothing yeah yeah she's yep. great love mm-hmm. it love it um so tell me about your background how long have you been in school food service did you ever dabble in healthcare, or did you come straight to food service all that stuff so i am a dietitian first mm-hmm. um i decided to be a dietitian like my second semester of my senior year of high school like right before I was going to graduate I was like okay I need to yeah. <laughs> think of a career path here you figured it out um, pretty soon I didn't know what I wanted to well, be until I was how old am I now <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um so my goal though at that time was I've been type one diabetic since I was two hmm. so I wanted to be a dietitian and I wanted to be a diabetes educator and work with all the kids like me when I was little because I I remember going to doctor's appointments and I have great parents that, you know, made sure I took care of everything. So I've always been like in good health and whatever. But I remember going to the appointments and people telling me what to do. And I'd be sitting there like, you have no idea what you're even talking about right now. You don't have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And so my thought was, I'm going to be that person that tells them that. And then I would be like, (laughs) (laughs) so yes, I do know. Um, I started doing that in my internship and I it was just too overwhelming. I think it was too much of one thing in my life. Mm. Um, so my goal was always to work in a hospital. I wanted, uh, I wanted, I wanted to work in a hospital. I thought that was really cool. I did that for three months and it was the most boring job I've ever had in my life. So 
that was not for me. I hear um, a lot of food service directors say that. Yeah. 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 Uh, I didn't like that you could obviously set long-term goals with people in a hospital, but it's not like you ever saw it through. So mm. I worked on the cardiac floor. So I'd go teach people heart healthy diets after they had a heart attack mm. and you know, they're laying in bed. Like I just had a heart attack. I don't really care what you're saying to me yeah, right now. Yeah. I have this like big gaping wound in my chest and, mm. um, we're in Wisconsin, so we have a lot of dairy farmers here, mm -hmm. and we're telling them, you know, you have to drink low-fat milk, and they're like, I just drink the milk out of the cow. So it yeah. was, yeah, it was a weird, um, it was a weird job. Maybe had I spent more time there, maybe I would have, you know, kind of fallen into the pattern, but um, I, I worked with the Green Bay Public Schools um, in my internship as well, and then after that rotation was done, I continued working there for, I think, a year. Um, I would go in at 6.30 in the morning and work until, like, whatever time I had to go to my next rotation. And then I would work from home as well. So um, really enjoyed it because you could set long-term goals and, like, actually see them through. So yeah. while I was working in the hospital, a job opened in a nearby school district, and I took that job. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So what would you say to other dietetic interns that are – students that are about to be dietetic interns mm -hmm. about the different areas to serve and what to expect. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel fortunate because my particular internship, each internship has a focus. Um, ours was leadership. So we went to every area of nutrition. I was in hospitals, nursing homes. Um, I went to work in a grocery store, schools, obviously. So we got to experience the full gamut. A grocery store. Yeah, we have, we have a grocery store chain here that has dietitians. Really? There. Yeah. Why? It <laughs> <That> might be <laughs> a dumb do. question of like, a dumb person, why? but why? Um, so, they, so one of the jobs that they did, and I think she completed it right before I, I started doing my internship there, they have like, um, it's called the Nuval system. So it's like a little score that they put on the price tag. So yeah. when you go shopping and you see like, I don't know, the produce section, and it mm -hmm. tells you like $3 a pound for whatever you're buying. Yeah. There's a little score in the corner of it, um, and the higher the score, the healthier the product. That's interesting. So she implemented that. They do like a lot of wellness blog things on their website. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting place, too. I, well, it wasn't really for me either. No. But is it, yeah, it was a different... I used to work at a grocery store. My first job was at a grocery store, oh, really? and I hated it. Were you the cashier? <laughs> With the passion. No, I was, I was a stalker. Oh, they got paid more, so I went for that. <laughs> <laughs> I started in retail, too, but at clothing stores. Oh, I couldn't do that. I spent my whole paycheck in high school. <laughs> which, which clothing store, like Hollister or something? No, it was called Yonkers. I don't know if you guys had Yonkers. It was kind of like a mm -hmm. Macy's. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I worked in the junior department at 16 years old and was, yeah, like, unloading the truck and, like, I'm going to yep. buy this. Yep. I'm going to buy this. this. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But That's funny. Definitely. I think everybody should work in retail. That's a... I worked for GameStop, which oh. was used to be EB Games. When it was EB Games, it was cool. GameStop wasn't as cool as EB. Oh, no. And I spent my entire paychecks there because I'm a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Started oh. off as a temp in, um, gosh, what was it, like, my junior year? And then... By the time I graduated, I was a manager of the store. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, you know, I'm a hard worker. You got there. I'm a hard yeah. worker. <laughs> <laughs> so did you have any experience in farming at all 
before you started this? I am. So I've had gardens, like, obviously at my house and my backyard and stuff. Um, I am not great at keeping plants alive. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a joke in my family, like, my daughter will water the house plants because I won't. And so these all seem to be alive and looking (laughs) delicious. But I came to the conclusion. So I was laughing about it with some of my colleagues at work um, in our in our office the other day. And I'm like, you know what? It runs on water, so it has to keep the water flowing and I have to keep the water in there. So I think that's the only reason I can keep (laughs) these alive. Like I don't have to remember to water them because they're continually being watered. (laughs) I mean, the the towers do all the work for you. They do. Yeah. 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 So what's it like getting it set up? Um, this was a project, this particular room. Um, the so other walk, walk me through, sorry, walk me through okay. setting up one flex farm. Okay, it takes about 45 minutes, I would say. That's not bad. No, it's not it bad. It took me longer to set this up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you're standing there waiting for me like, No, it's okay. On, I was emailing people too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it comes in like two boxes. It's like an Ikea purchase. Oh, so you just, I, yeah. by the way, I don't like going to Ikea. My oh. wife loves Ikea and I hate it. I don't, we don't have one here. You don't? No. The closest is Milwaukee. It's oh about yeah. Two hours my hotel away. was right by that Ikea, oh, okay. like right in front of it. Yeah. I just hate being told what to do. And in Ikea, like they make you walk a certain path. Oh yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I like to just kind of skip it's, to where I want to go. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. I don't really like. I like to shop, but I shop online. I don't like to shop in a store. Why would I get up and go anywhere when I could just go to Amazon? I don't or, know. I know. went to try to buy work pants the other day, and I went to four stores, and I was like, this is stupid. I'm just going to go home and buy them on Amazon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're the same thing. All right, so I'm sorry. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. Two so boxes. So it's basically like, like an Ikea purchase, which I love to put that kind of stuff together, so it's like totally up my alley. Oh, so, so the first when time. I'm building my new studio, you want to come like build, like put together all my Ikea furniture? Yeah, I put, <laughs> my, right. I put my desk together over there. I Yeah, I'm... You're handy. Um, well, I don't know about that, but it's like a puzzle. Um, you're pretty handy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop so, interrupting you now. That's okay. Um, so, yeah, so it took about 45 minutes to put them together. Um, this particular order, we had... 24 I think that we had to put together so we had our eco club come down and help and we had basically had stations set up and um, the guy from Fork Farms came out and helped us put the pump stuff on correctly and then the kids whipped everything else together I think we were done with the 24 in like an hour and a half wow that's impressive Mm -hmm. yeah so what next then what do you do what next well then you have to fill it with water that's obviously very important. Wait, there's water in these things? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of water in these things. Um, and then you start the seeds in Rockwell. Um, they're pelleted seeds, so they're, you can plant one per, like, hole. Okay. And um, keep it wet for about a week. We have a flood table, so that's mm-hmm. kind of nice because it, it kind of, like, helps the plants grow quicker. We put nutrients in the water so that they are bigger when we put them in. So... Typically, if you don't have a flood table, the germination period is like a week. So it's a week to germinate the seed, and then it's four weeks in the unit. So for us, it's like a week to germinate the seed, and then it's three weeks in the unit because it grows so quickly in the flood table. Okay, so is the flood table something that's optional when you purchase a tower like one of these? It is, yeah. I would say it's probably not necessary if you have like one unit, but obviously we have quite a few in here. So Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And how, is, how easy is it to clean them? Do you have to clean them? You do have to clean them. Um, 
maybe like two to three times a year. Mm. Uh, it's it's a little bit more time consuming when you have to like do the deep clean because you have to empty the tanks out and like spray them down. They grow algae in there. They mm-hmm. they have nutrients that are floating around, so um, they're not like they're not eating surfaces. So they don't have to be completely white. Yeah. But um, obviously, you don't want like green. Yeah. Stuff but I mean, only two to three times per year. That's not horrible. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. We I clean the top. There's top caps that sit over the drip lines where the water drips through. So I clean those probably like once a month, just run them through the dishwasher okay. um, just so they look cleaner. Yeah. And then um, the bottom of the tank where the water is, there's like a top cap on it. And sometimes the water with the algae will drip out where the plants are plugged into. So there'll be like green spots on there. And I just wipe that down with the rag. Gotcha. Do you, and is it even possible, like, are you able to produce so much lettuce that you're able to maybe sell it to surrounding stores or restaurants or anything? Yeah, so this summer, um, we were trying to sell it to our staff. So we did sell a little bit to our staff in the summer. I wanted to, they were kind of new last year, so I wanted to make sure I used (coughs) them all summer so I could figure out, like, the ins and outs and the shortcuts and what to do and what definitely not to do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so next summer we, and we had so much lettuce, it was insane. So next summer we're hoping to sell it at the farmer's market. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Was it hard to get district approval to do that? No, no, no. That was Good. like, that was like my big pitch. Oh yeah. So how, how do you get this room? This is a pretty nice space you have right in the front of this, of this high school. Yeah. So we, um, I was lucky enough to, inherit a brand new kitchen when I came over to this district and they had this old kitchen space that was just sitting here unused it was they called it the graveyard so we had um it wasn't empty it had all of the broken furniture and boxes of paper and garbage and um still some old kitchen equipment from when this was a kitchen Mm -hmm. so we ended up taking down some walls um there was a tray slide in the floor that we took out I shouldn't say we, like, I obviously didn't know. You did it by yourself. It's okay. I did it, yeah. yeah I no, just took a sledgehammer and, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we had to do all of that, um, and we had the space available. I wanted to put it in a different space. We would have had to change the floor out. Um, this was perfect. It has yeah. floor drains in it. It has the right kind of ceiling tiles. It has, um, like, hose hookups everywhere because it was a kitchen. Yeah. So, um yeah, so it was it was a little bit of a fight to get the space, but we have students involved and they're learning a lot in this area. So um, once you can show multiple ways to benefit the students, usually you can pass things through. Yeah, would you ever um, like put them at the front of a school and make it almost like a focal point? Because this is pretty impressive. Like we have some of the lights turned off right now, just because the camera's going to handle all the lights. Yeah. But when you walk in and you see it, you're like, oh, my goodness, this is like the Garden of Eden. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I would love to. So we have um, right outside of this room, there's like a big open foyer area Mm -hmm. with nothing in it. And that's where I originally wanted to put it so that people could look at it. We were afraid that people would mess with the units. Um, So and then it was just going to be a lot more construction. We would have had to change the floor out and do all the stuff. So we just put it in here. Um, but we did put windows in so people can see mm-hmm. into the space. Yeah, that's neat. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you? Are you gonna Are you gonna potentially get more flex farms, or are you gonna expand the program? <laughs> are you gonna move on to another new thing, another program? What <laughs> so, are you gonna do? 
So what's funny is after your Ignite event, when that lady... Wait, what's, what's Ignite? What's Ignite? Yeah, oh, what's Ignite? Ignite is like the best party of the year, That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Shameless You're welcome. plug. <laughs> um, your, I, and I, for, I don't even remember what school district it was who won the Innovation Award. Um, St. Brain. Okay, so she was like growing lambs. Yeah, she actually, so they, they raise cattle and lambs, and then they butcher it and serve it to the kids in their school. Yeah, pretty so impressive. to not be one-ups, right, <laughs> I come back, and I go into my boss's office, and I'm like, this is why this lady won. She did this stuff. And he looked at me, and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, we could just start with, like, one lamb. Yeah. And, and he's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. But but you know what, though? Like, the reason why I love that innovation award is because it inspires other districts to do things that they maybe thought they couldn't do or didn't even know was possible to yeah. do or able to do. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that you came back inspired. Even oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this. And, well, re- the reality is I'm not going to take care of the lamb, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, there were too many steps. I'm like the idea seer. I'm not the, like, we need to do A through Z before we get to, you know, this end product. Yeah. Um, I told my maintenance, my head maintenance person about this project, and he was like, okay, we need to do all of these things. Like, you need to put electricity in, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> so next week we'll be ready? And he was like, no. <laughs> you sound like me and my team. Like, I get these wild ideas, and I literally just, I, I think about the idea, and that's A, and then Z is execution. And yeah. I don't think about all the things that have to happen in between. So thank yeah. God I have a strong team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not a I, details person. I think so. You said cattle, which reminded me. That's like my next, that's our next thing. I want to buy local beef um, mm. and serve like ground, just mostly ground beef. Um, so hamburger patties, chili, that would be awesome. stuff like that. So is that something that you're actively pursuing right now? Are you still like in the process of we're, making it happen? Yeah. Happen? Has it been approved yet? And you're just going to, like, where are you? We're like in the thinking planning stages right okay. now. Yeah. That would be neat. I think there are plenty of farms in our area that we could work with. It's just a budgetary thing. Yeah. And I hear that f- a lot of farmers actually don't even consider K-12 as an option, mm-hmm. and sometimes the ones that do just don't know how to get involved. I know there are some groups out there that help farmers get on board yep. with schools. and Yeah, we have a really great, so we've had a farm to school task force in this area for, oh gosh, probably 15 years. Um, and we just, we sat down with farmers and they made an online ordering system. So when I go on and order, you know, 20 pounds of cucumbers, um, which obviously I don't have to do anymore Not now. Anymore, but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no but when I did, <laughs> um, I might have gotten them from like 10 different farms. Yeah. Because they work on their back end to get all the stuff together to bring in here. So that's great. So we do fortunately have that partnership now where cool. I just reached out to her and I'm like, this is what I want to start. I need to know prices. I need to know feasibility. Like, how is it going to get transported? Where can I store it? So and were they excited for the yes. opportunity? Yes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of want to farm. You want to have your own farm. I do. It sounds so silly. Just <laughs> even, even me saying it, I'm like, Marlon, laughing. you're an idiot. Is <laughs> but it going to be, okay, but you're in Florida. So you could have like a cool farm. You could have like an orange farm. No, yeah, like I, a, want, I want cattle. Oh. I want my own cattle. Okay. So I went to my friends, uh, Ashley and I, we were in Minneapolis for a wedding 
and one of my good friends lives in uh, in the area. So just north of the city, I believe. Okay. And she, it's Kayla Byer from Deeply Rooted, right? Okay. So Kayla actually, like her, her home is on her farm and her husband, he is, like he has cattle. They have, I forget how many heads, but it's a lot of cattle. But then she grows crops and it was cool. It's called regenerative agriculture, I think. Okay. But it was cool seeing how like the cattle, like all everything they do where they walk and the manure and all that stuff like feeds the plants and then the cows eat the plants it's like this huge this really cool experience but just being on the farm I was like I don't ever want to have to go to the store to buy beef again or to (laughs) or to (laughs) get vegetables or anything like that like I want to be fully self-sustained and when we were there they served us some food from their oh, farm. Sure. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. why am I not doing this? Yeah. Do you want to know what I thought of when you first said you wanted to have a cattle farm? I don't know what? why, but for some reason I got really strong, like Yellowstone vibes. And I just <laughs> saw you with like a shotgun on a horse. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. I would love to do that too. Hey, I could actually ride a horse. Can you? I know how to ride a horse. All right. Yes. Well, there you I go. Can. Step one. Step one. <laughs> Check. No, but I, th- I think it'd be really neat. Um, and it's funny that I want to have my own farm because I hate getting my hands dirty. Oh, okay. I cannot well, stay getting my yeah. hands dirty, but you know you what? Might I might have to get over that. I, I, I did get over it, I think. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Pro- no, I didn't get over it. But I will. <laughs> I will to have my own beef. <laughs> That's cool. How many would you start with? You know me, like, if, if I'm going to yeah, dive into something, I'm not getting like one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. However many I can afford, okay. we'll, we'll start with that. Okay. Sounds good. But I also hear, like, in Florida, probably everywhere, like, if you have cattle, you get some pretty significant tax breaks. Oh. Which well. I would love to take advantage of. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. And then that could be another another side hustle. You know me, I like to have different side businesses, so. Oh, not you, some, right? No, not me. No. Yeah. Have some cattle, sell some beef, make some money. All right. Feed yeah. your family. Feed my, yeah, feed my family, too. I don't want to forget about that. <laughs> um, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait till you get started with your with your program. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, it's super early stages. Yeah. Um, the staff. I think my staff now realizes that I'm completely nuts because I'll call them up sometimes and I'll be like, Hey, I got a really good idea. <laughs> they're you like, sound just like me. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I even called you the other day with the with the crazy idea. You did. That was a good idea, though. You wanna you wanna tell everybody what it was? Um, I think you're gonna be better at explaining it than I am. <laughs> I remember what it was. I liked it. So I, I can't take full credit for it because someone actually came to me with the idea. One of my clients, actually, or partners. And she is into social media influencers. Like, you wouldn't believe in reality TV shows and, like, all the different, like, Atlanta housewives and all that. So whatever. So she was following somebody. And I guess this influencer um, had this whole, like, stick where she would go try different coffee shops throughout her community and just talk about it while she's driving. Okay. So it's, like, conversations over coffee while driving or something like that, right? Okay. And she was saying that she actually moved to that medium because a lot of influencers are now on like, you know, TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. They're doing stories and reels and all that. But they're moving more to YouTube now for like medium to longer form videos. That's why she came up with this new concept. And I guess it's going really, really well. So my friend calls me and she's like, I got this crazy idea. Here's what it (laughs) is. And after talking about it for a bit, I was like, that might actually work. So Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking about doing 
Uh, let's be real. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. Gonna do it. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. do it. I was actually kind of surprised that you didn't call me and be like, hey, do you want to try it and see what happens? You know, <laughs> I, I was going to, but then I, re- <laughs> I, but then I realized I needed to buy additional like camera mounts and oh, all that yeah, stuff to put in the car. So anyways, the whole idea is like a play off of um, like ride share. So Lyft or Uber or whatever it is. And I'm going to pick up an industry member or a food service director or whoever it is from their home or from a coffee shop or wherever they want and then drive them to work. And then on the way to work, we're going to have a conversation about, you know, what do you plan on doing today? Like, mm-hmm. uh, what do you what do you have to do? What do you want to do? What challenges do you plan on overcoming? Personal chat, like whatever. Right. And then uh, have the conversation and then I'll take them back home and then we'll have a follow up to it and it'll be like, well, hey, did you do what you said you were going to do? Like, why or why not? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Tell me the million things that popped up today in the life of a food service director That's that so prevented funny. you from doing your job. That's so funny because I was thinking about it after I talked to you about it. I was like, oh, my God, that would be the most interesting conversation. And other food service directors would find it so funny because exactly, exactly. It's just your life. And the, the thing is, like a lot of people out there don't know what you guys really do. Like, I feel like they a lot feel of like times, you're just serving food to kids. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times we don't know what we do because yeah. <laughs> we have a list in our head of what we're going to get done that day, and then we go to work, and yeah. somebody doesn't show up, so we're washing dishes or we're, you know, whatever. You wear every single hat that you mm-hmm. have to. Like, okay, you may be washing dishes one day, but you're running multi-million dollar restaurants, yeah. franchises. Yeah, so... That. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you now. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, one of my colleagues said... You're so rude. I know. I'm sorry. You're never going to invite me up. You're going to be like, no, she talks too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of my colleagues said, someone told her once that it's like we're putting on a wedding every day in each of our buildings, which oh, is true. Yeah. Yeah. You really are. Mm-hmm. You really are. Mm. All right, so now you got to help me come up with a name for this show because I have no idea what to call it. So I was looking for one of my friends just started school. So we started school on Thursday last week, and then one of my friends started this week, and she's a food service director too. So I was looking for a gift to send her Mm -hmm. just like for the first day. Um, And they make mugs now that say chaos coordinator. So I feel like that's (laughs) what you should call it. It was a coffee mug, and it said chaos coordinator on it. Yeah, that could be cool. It would be cool. I just feel like it's important because so much of what I do, like even these conversations on Next Up, it's more about like the person because mm-hmm. I love talking about the person and learning their story, like sure. what they overcame to get to where they are. But there's a lot of value to like really highlighting everything that you do and other food mm-hmm. service directors out there. Because like I said, like I was in a group chat with some friends the other day, they're all a bunch of directors and they were not really complaining, but kind of like joking around about how, Nobody knows what they do in the district, in the community. Like, they don't understand so yeah. the magnitude of the position of a food service director in a small or large school district. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this would give me a good avenue to highlight how amazing you are as far as what you're doing, like, operationally in your district and educate others, but then also inspire directors. Like you said, other directors will listen to something like that because yeah. hopefully it'll be entertaining, but there should be some nuggets of good information. I feel like in you should. Too. Along with that, make it like the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can I just should. have like weird camera angles yeah. and stuff. Yeah. 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 And I was totally going to ask if we could do it, but 
it's it was a lot of gear I had to buy. <laughs> I didn't have enough time because I had this idea what like last week or something. Yeah. And typically, like I get an idea and I do it right away. But this one, that's all right. That's understandable. I'll give you a yeah. pass on that next time. Next time. But don't be surprised when I call you and they're like, "Hey, uh, what's your address? <laughs> what's your address? <laughs> um, why are you asking?" <laughs> That Awkward. was your fear, right? You that were was like, my people fear. People aren't going to want me to come pick them up from their house. Yeah, because I mean, like, for the people I know, there's quite a bit that I feel like would be okay, but I don't want to, like, like you. So I flat out said, I was like, hey, we're not, like, super close yet. We're going to be, but we're not yet. So this is, you're the <laughs> yeah. perfect person for me to ask. <laughs> what if I yeah. called you and asked you what your address was? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I also think that if somebody was that concerned about it, you can meet them at Starbucks or yeah, something. Yeah, absolutely. Or a local coffee shop or something like yeah, that. Yeah, leave your car parked here for... And actually, I ran it by my founding partners. So there's a, a group of you know companies and people that helped us launch. We're still a, a startup, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And if it weren't for their trust and my crazy ideas, <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here across from you right now, right? Yeah. So I bounce all my ideas off of them because I want to make sure I'm serving them, but still oh, being innovative sure. and those sorts of things. And I don't want to you know start something new that's going to be a colossal failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all love the idea. And they were like, I don't think people are going to care. Like, I don't think it's so. no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so from a self-conscious standpoint, I told you I bought like a total fixer-upper house Mm -hmm. and the last thing I did on it was the siding. Uh, I don't think I would have wanted you to pick me up. (laughs) What if I wore a blindfold? (laughs) I pull up in a blindfold. (laughs) Now it's fixed. So like now I'd be like, okay, this is my address. Uh, Uh, Yeah, well, I I think one thing I definitely could not do is show any of the of my guests house or like their mailbox with the number on it. Like it has to be secretive. just blur it out yeah 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 so if i was gonna pick you up for this <laughs> that sounds so bad but if i was gonna pick you up oh <laughs> um, well, it's a whole different kind yeah, of conversation, whole different conversation. <laughs> um would you want coffee would you want tea like what am i bringing you am i bringing you ac- an actual oh, breakfast yeah. oh but then i'm not do like you a wanna... big breakfast per- i mean like i eat breakfast obviously but like i'm not a big yeah. breakfast person and plus i don't want you eating in my car anyways <laughs> so it doesn't just look like my car because <laughs> my kids eat my car all the time it's disgusting um no i'm a black coffee drinker oh like, me too black coffee yeah mm-hmm. me too all right i can make that happen yeah mm-hmm. all right i'm definitely gonna do this <laughs> i'm so excited people are gonna <laughs> give you like the weirdest coffee orders that, that makes it even better like i, I want it to be silly you silly to, but you know you have to film yourself going through the drive-thru then too and I being do. like i need uh, an extra large black coffee with 10 sugars and five creams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And like, you know, I, I hate going to Starbucks and using their names like Venti. And I know. Whatever the other ones are. I'm just like, just give me a medium. I know. Yeah, it drives me crazy. I do say it because I, I feel like I need to. Do you? Yeah. yeah. It does bother me, but I say it correctly. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I ordered the most like girly bougie coffee there is. <laughs> <laughs> Some pumpkin spice latte or whatever. Those are the greatest, though. Yeah, they yeah. are pretty good. I'm mm-hmm. kind of embarrassed to say I love them. I love them too. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed to say that. Yeah, well, good. That makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, tell me about your role with uh, SNA Wisconsin. Um, I started a couple of years ago in the legislative committee. Um, now I am the president elect. I got talked into that role. I really, I really enjoy it. I should say, like I say, I got talked into it as a joke, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's great. You were talking before about people not understanding what we do. And I 
love being part of a group where everyone just gets it. Mm-hmm. So um, we have our group text too, or we text each other like stupid stuff during the day that happened in our kitchens. And we don't even necessarily need anyone to respond. Like usually when somebody responds, it's like the crying laughing or yeah. like just the crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just somebody gets it. Like, you know that when you send them the text, like this is what happened to me today you get it or you read them, send it and you feel like you're not crazy living on an Island by yourself. So yeah. Yeah. So I'm the president elect now. Okay. So when do I get to call you Madam president? Um, in July, in July. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got to wait that long. I don't know. Mm. I don't feel like I'm a Madam president kind of person. Mm No. So just call you Caitlin. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Maybe I'll wear my pin. We have pins now. I was going to wear it today just to be funny. I have a president elect pin. I'm going to change your your name in my phone to Madam president. (laughs) Madam president. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, you can think I'm bougie if you want to. (laughs) So what are your, what are your goals for the association? Um, Do you have any plans? Yeah. I just, I really want to get, uh, our profession out there. I think that there's a lot of negative, I mean, obviously there's a lot of negative viewpoints on what we do and what we serve to kids. Mm -hmm. Um, our administrators, I, I, am fortunate in my district, our administrators get it. I'm part of the administrative team. Mm -hmm. Um, they value my opinion. So I feel really fortunate about that. I would say in my last school district that I worked in, that was definitely not the case. Um, And I know a lot of people around Wisconsin, around the country, Mm -hmm. um, are also in that boat. So we are trying to come up with um, kind of a a canvas for people to work off of that tells them what to do when they go talk to them. Like, how do you talk to an administrator about your program? What do you point out? And then just, you know, more positive media attention that shows that we're actually doing really great things for kids. I mean, apparently you guys are doing really great things for kids. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Have, I have one request. Okay. So wait, you get to plan the next conference, right? Because you're president-elect? No, so our in our state, the past president. So I realized recently that different states call positions different things. So mm-hmm. like some states have a vice president and then a president-elect and then a president. And we yeah. have a president-elect, a president, and a past president. Oh. So it's a three-year term either okay. way. But yeah. I'm, like on, I'm on year one of year of three year. Okay. Well, when you get to plan your next conference, okay, can you ensure that we have polka music playing? So polka music wasn't it polka? Because I feel like Katie you Wilson, you and Katie Wilson <laughs> Katie danced Wilson, the polka music. You danced the polka at the last conference we were at together. Yeah, that was hilarious. I'll try. Yeah, I right. hate I'm going to hold you to that. I mean. I'll... I don't love it, but I like to dance, and that was it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty. I don't know how to dance to it, so you you won't be well, dancing they, with me. They were trying to teach us. They taught us. I know. I feel like Sue was up there too, wasn't she? She probably was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I hate polka music so much that I have actively in my lifetime never learned how to dance to polka music mm. because I just don't like it. That's so, I just said that out loud yeah, for the first I mean, time every, in my life. That was aggressive. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was aggressive. I mean, I feel kind of a little <laughs> nervous like, sitting here right oh now. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I love all kinds of music, but polka music just really drives me crazy. What's your favorite type of music? Oh, like 90s hip hop. 90s hip hop. Yeah, I'm, I'm that lady in the car that you're like at the stoplight with and my yeah. car's like bouncing, yep. right? Yeah. You're, that's you're the me. mom in the meme about the 90s I'm the mom music in the meme. meme. I am. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's me. Comes on. I saw an Instagram thing the other day about um, um, an aunt going to pick up her kid from a party. Like a, it was like a when you're the cool aunt and you pick up your high school nephew from a party or whatever. And 
she's like, let's go. We got to go. We got to get out of here. And then the music came on and she's just like dancing. That's going to be me <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no wonder I like you. <laughs> so, so I love music too. And I love to dance. And at the time when I was working in my previous job, before mm-hmm. I started Next Gen, I was working in sales, right? And um, I had always wanted to learn how to salsa. Oh. And where I lived in North Augusta, South Carolina at the time, I could not find a place that would teach me how to salsa. Okay. So you know what I did? What? I scheduled all of my work trips around oh places <laughs> where I could learn salsa. <laughs> and it was my one of my first trips to Wisconsin and I found a salsa it was a it was a restaurant, but they had a Latin night. Okay. And I I went I specifically booked a demo in Madison <laughs> to oh go God, learn how to hilarious. salsa. <laughs> we have a ballroom dance club here. Never done it. You really? I taught Zumba back in my college days. So I a what? little bit I a little bit learned how to salsa then. Really? Like the Zumba style salsa. Right. I don't think it's real salsa, but it's you know, it's close. So real talk. I wouldn't mind going to try a Zumba class. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so fun. But I will say, like I taught so many because I was in college and it was my job. At the time that after a while, I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. So I, I don't think I've done Zumba in like, oh my gosh, 15 plus years. Really? Wow. Yeah. Is yeah. it a good I workout? Would still, I would still enjoy it. Is it a good workout? Yes. All right. Yeah. So my mom does Zumba. I'm going to be like, mom, let's go yeah, <laughs> take me to a class salsa. one day. Is there salsa in Zumba? You'll be like, oh, this is great. Am I going to be the only guy in the class? Potentially. Yeah, I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Maybe. Whatever. Sometimes there's, I, I taught, <clears throat> so I taught family Zumba at the Y. I taught Zumba at college. So in my, in my college class, it was all girls. Mm-hmm. The family Zumba, I think there was one like young kid boy that came because it was like, yeah. you're supposed to bring your kids with. Yeah. Um, and then I taught Zumba somewhere else and there was a guy in that class too. That's cool. My daughter would love to do Zumba. Yeah. Yeah. So that. You play, you've played video games. Yes. I'm not talking about Tetris, which you're probably horrible at. Oh, yeah. You're okay. no good at Tetris. I'm a world champ Tetris. <laughs> right. I wish there was a competition. I bet there is I'm somewhere. sure there is. I'm going to have to figure out where it is. But you don't get to enter it unless you can beat me. Like, I'm the gate to you. Like, what's your high score in Tetris? Have it's, you it's made it to the so 200 levels? Excuse me, what? Have you made it to the 200 level? I, I can't hear you. <laughs> I think we lost the audio. <laughs> oh, okay, so you made it to like level 20. I yeah, get yeah, it. Probably. I get it. Ma- maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I think my daughter would love to do Zumba, and there's this, there, there's a game called Dance Central that's oh. out. Have you ever played that before? No. Okay, so it's out on like you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and all that. But it's music that plays on the TV, and they teach you how to do the dances from the music videos. And when the family gets together and plays that game, oh it gosh. is hilarious. I bet it is. Absolutely yeah. hilarious. I had a game when I was a kid for the Xbox. Uh, I think it was called Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, it's similar to that, but yeah, better. it was like a pad, and you had to step on the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dance Dance Revolution or DDR, <laughs> you're, you're stepping on arrows, right? Yeah, so you're not yeah. really like doing the dance. No. And by the way, I tried Dance Central or DDR for the first time at Fancy last year. Okay. With um, Sherry Ship, who works for the Dairy Council. Okay. And I absolutely embarrassed myself. It was horrible. <laughs> but it's not like real dancing. Like No, because you're just moving your feet. Exactly. Yeah. So like Dance Dance Revolution and Dance, it was a Dance Central on the Xbox Connect or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
that one, they actually teach you like the real steps, the real dances oh, okay. from the music videos. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should try that. Yeah. And there is a Zumba game out in Xbox. In the Do same. you know what's sad is that my biggest flex in life is that I'm excellent at Tetris. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a loser. That's how you know you're very lame. Right? So, like, so, what are you good at Tetris? <laughs> so why wasn't that your, your street cred like, I don't know. opening? It, it should have been. been. Like, nothing else right matters. Yeah. It's all about Tetris. It's Tetris, man. <laughs> I had, so when I was um, between my senior year of high school and my so that summer between college before college started, yeah. I dated this guy that was like super techie, like downloaded all this stuff on computers. And Illegally. Whatever. Yeah. So I <laughs> had course. Tetris on my laptop. So yeah. I played Tetris. Well, and I always played it as a kid too, but um, I'm the youngest and my brothers always beat me and mm. I get mad. Now I am so good at Tetris. Like, see, that's how I know. Competition. That's why I'm better than you because I've never lost oh. in anything. Oh. <laughs> 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 now I feel like we're going to have to for sure have a Tetris challenge hey, at some point. You told me you have a Nintendo Switch for I, the kids, right? It's not a Switch. It's, oh. the, it's the OG. Oh, it was the Nintendo. Well, it's, the new, it's the new original Nintendo with all the games all loaded right. on it. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out a way to make this happen because mm-hmm. we need to play. I mean, there must be like a mobile I should have brought it with. We have a TV right here. We could have plugged it in. And That's very true. <laughs> all right, so the next podcast. <laughs> Had a crowd <laughs> forming of two. high school kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is wrong with these two old people playing Tetris? They would think it's hilarious though they probably would yeah, yeah. sorry right. i just called you old they think i'm old you know what i don't mind being called old because yeah. and you shouldn't either because you know why because we are like a fine wine <laughs> and we get better with every year if you think about it yeah you really do get better every year you do aren't you happier smarter. now than where you were last year yeah yeah mm-hmm. smarter more experienced mm-hmm. hopefully a bigger bank account so you can do more hopefully, things yeah. with the family you <laughs> yeah. know yeah 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 we get better every year but when we do play Tetris, here's the deal. We'll play it your way first on the old school console. And then we're going to play it my way Uh-oh. in virtual reality. Because there is a VR okay. Tetris out I've there. I've never done any virtual reality before. So you might have to give me like a crash. Like I have to practice a little bit. No, no pra- you can practice on the regular Tetris. I'm not going to let you practice. How do you, do you, is there like a controller? Like you, how do you move your, the pieces? It's use your mind. You can't just use your mind. That's not how it works. Can you see? Like, I just have the whole vision of it. You're... Oh, my God. I'd be like, Marlon, it's not working. I'm trying to move it. I have the controller in my hand, racking up, racking up my score. Just, like, randomly moving my pieces yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. That would be funny. That would be so mean. I can totally uh, see it, though. Yeah, well, I yeah. would do that. <laughs> My friends always, so I have, a, I have a group of friends that are nerds like me, and I don't know how they do it, but they're we're in a group chat. They play games all day long, like, literally, they're on Call of Duty all day long, and they're CEOs of, like, banks and, like, these big organizations, but yet they play video games all day. I don't oh, get it. I but do anyways, that. so growing up in, um, when I was in high school, I used to play this game called Time Splitters, and uh, it was almost like, Halo, in a way. You know what that is? First-person shooter, multiplayer versus all that stuff. You're trying to frag your enemy. Um, So there was a particular match that was all about, like, like flamethrowers and fire and all that stuff, right? Okay. And obviously, you don't want to get caught in a fire. So I picked this match. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) Unless you were smart like me, and you picked the robot character that That did not. Yes, he could not burn. And it was just like they couldn't figure out why I was just (laughs) 
destroying all of them. <laughs> and then they finally figured out Marlin picked a robot. And like 20 years later, they still give me a hard time about being smart enough to pick a robot yeah. in a map full of fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's their yeah. fault. It is totally their fault. They should have yeah. been smarter. Mm-hmm. CEOs of companies and mm-hmm. making horrible How decisions. How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot to do. So I got to pick you up from work or to go to work one day. Yeah. Um, we got to play some Tetris in yep. VR. Yeah. We should try and see if there's like a online mobile version we can play. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Like head to head. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to come back whenever you have your cattle. Or you oh not, not when you have your cattle, have cattle. When, you, when you're when you're getting <laughs> your beef from the local farms. I mean, I kind of want to get cattle too, but that's hey. Well, you know what? Ashley and I discussion. would love to have you come over to our house yes. when we finally have some cattle. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out whenever that is. Um, and it won't be some cattle; it'll be like all the cattle. Oh, at least like 500 heads of cattle. Yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if I don't, if I don't have that many, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. Anyways. No, but seriously, um, you're an amazing person. I am so glad we got the opportunity to connect. So thank you, Fork Farms, for making that happen. I never would have met you. I know. Um, Yeah, what do I get to see you next? What conference are you going to? Um, The next conference I think that I'm going to is NLC. NLC. Oh, National Leadership Conference. You will be there because you are a leader. Yes, I am. I'm trying to think if there's any before that. I feel like a lot of the SNA conferences are like March and later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So quick SNA plug regarding events. Okay. Why is it important for food service directors to go to these conferences, Um, state or national? I think just the networking is really the best part. Um. I learn a lot of stuff at the conferences when I go, obviously, in the sessions and the general speakers and all that stuff. But I find the most value in networking with people, like, after the conference, like, in the evenings. Agreed. I, mm-hmm. I love it. That's a, that is my favorite thing about, really, my job is just getting to network with people. Mm-hmm. And you get to do so much of it at conferences. And it's yeah. like it's like having a distant cousin that you haven't seen in forever, <laughs> yeah, it is. but it is. you're like family, yeah. right? So, so when you finally do get a chance to get together, it's like, Oh my gosh, how have you been? But I really know. Cause I follow you on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Oh my gosh, you're a real person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, once again, thank you so much for being an amazing host. Um, hop on here me. with any time was a pleasure and we should definitely do it again. One of these days. Okay. Sounds good. I didn't talk too much for you. No, you'll come didn't. back again. Yes. After okay. I beat you in Tetris. And even though I called you old. <laughs> I am old. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're pretty old, too. I am. I'm not that much older than you. I know. It's all good, though. Okay. <laughs> fine wine. Hashtag fine, fine wine. wine. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. See you. All right. Bye. Produced by Next Gen Network.